Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This is the Budget-Minded Traveler podcast, episode 28. Welcome to the Budget-Minded Traveler podcast, your source for the tips and tactics that will inspire and equip you to travel the world. And the best part? It won't break your bank. And now, the budget-minded traveler herself and your host, Jackie LaLainen. Hello, everyone. How are you? Thanks for tuning in to the Budget Minded Traveler podcast, episode number 28 today, which is going to be all about travel insurance. This is actually a subject that I get a lot of questions about. I think it is a very confusing subject, and I was going to do it in an Ask Jackie session, but I think there's enough information around it to actually warrant its own episode. So here you go. Today, we're going to be going over what you need to know about travel insurance, as in why you should get it, what to look for in travel insurance plans, and then, of course, where you can easily find these plans online. So let's go ahead and get right into it. I always recommend that travelers have some sort of insurance coverage, and this can be acquired in more than one way. For example, um, a lot of credit cards these days, especially the ones geared towards travel, will cover a lot of what you need in travel insurance as long as you buy your airline ticket with that credit card. So for example, I have uh, the Chase Mileage Plus Explorer from United credit card, and it has extensive travel insurance, which this is your first budget tip of the day. It's super awesome because it saves me money every time I travel because I don't have to get a separate insurance plan. But you do need to read the fine print on your credit card um, policy and make sure that that is an option. And if it's not, you're going to need to buy an insurance plan. And this is your other option. So first things first is why you would even need a travel insurance plan. And part of the reason, I think a lot of people immediately think of, well, what if something happens to me while I'm abroad? What if I'm, you know, zip lining and I hurt my foot or whatever it is, you know? And and while a travel insurance plan might have some health insurance coverage, that's not the only reason for getting a health or a travel insurance plan. Actually, what I'm more interested in in my plans is the fact that they can help out with when you know when airlines go wrong basically if they lose your bag or if your flight is delayed and it totally messes up your trip you know this is why you have insurance is that so that those problems that you run into that you have to pay out of pocket for you can get reimbursed for in the end so i do think that i mean you you can you never know what's going to happen and it's better to be safe than sorry and so it's definitely a good thing to have a travel insurance plan in place before you leave for your trip And like I said, if you do have it on your credit card, you don't have to activate it or anything. It's just included when you buy your ticket with that credit card. So what to look for in travel insurance plans. And I'm going to try and explain these 
the best I can so that everybody can understand them because I know that they do get confusing. Um, So I have eight things that I expect to get when I buy travel insurance. I specifically look for these eight things. The first one is trip cancellation and trip interruption. And trip cancellation is pre-departure, which means if for any reason, any covered reason, that you have to cancel your trip before you leave, trip cancellation will cover your payments and deposits that you made pre-departure. This is if you have not left on your trip yet. And then trip interruption means that if for any covered reason, you cannot continue your trip after you've already started, trip interruption will cover any non-refundable trip costs once you have already started your trip. This one is one I have actually used before. Um, That big problem in Brazil that I keep referring to, I'll link to it on the show notes page, but when I had my big problem in, in Brazil, I actually submitted to insurance to get some money back for the flight that I didn't get reimbursed for and the hostel that I never stayed at. And if you want to read that story, you can find that on my website. It's a it's an article called Death Trains, Yellow Fever and Red Flags. So it's a good one. Um, but I'll link to that on the show notes page. Number two, travel delay. If your travel on a major carrier is delayed by a certain number of hours And this has to be for a covered reason. Again, you have to read all the fine print, but you would be entitled to coverage for meals, accommodations, um, and any non-refundable and unused deposits paid. So a lot of them, for example, they only kick in once your flight has been delayed like 12 hours or something. So if it's been delayed just a few hours, you're out of luck. But if it's long enough to make you stay overnight or if it's 12 hours, usually that's the that's the magic number, then um, then it'll kick in and whatever, you know, meals or accommodations that you have to pay for, you can get reimbursed for that if you submit for travel delay. Number three baggage delay coverage. And this is also going to vary by how many hours your luggage can be late before the insurance kicks in. So I would say generally, if your luggage is lost, they're not getting it back to you that same day. And so there's a good chance that you'll be able to submit a claim for this if an airline loses your luggage. Because Um, generally when I say an airline loses, quote unquote, loses your luggage, they haven't really lost it. They just sent it to the wrong city or something. Um, and so in the time that it takes to get it back to you, that's what we're talking about here. And the other thing is be careful and look at the fine print because the insurance may also only cover certain items, for example, toiletries or a change of clothing, you know, the things that you're actually going to need. So before you go on a shopping spree, Make sure you read the fine print. Number four, lost baggage coverage. And this, unfortunately, is in case the airline actually loses your bag for good. Um, I've never actually heard of this happening to anyone. And so hopefully it won't happen to you because this would be a huge inconvenience. But this would cover the amount that your luggage is worth if the airline were to lose it for good. So let's hope you won't need that one. But of course, it's good to have just in case. Number five, 
accidental death on a common carrier or flight. And I know that no one wants to think about this, but in the worst case scenario, you will be covered if your plane or train or bus crashes. This is what they are referring to as common carrier. It basically means some form of major transportation. Um, And on this one, just a note, just make sure you tell somebody about your policy before you go on this one because you won't be able to tell it about tell them about it later. Um, I guess that's not funny. Sorry. Uh, okay, moving on. Number six, medical evacuation. So this is an interesting one. In case something happens to you and you can't get proper medical treatment where you are, this actually pays for you to get somewhere with adequate medical care. So this is, you know, this would include that flight, like a medevac flight, basically, or something that even if you're just, this is a thing to think about when you're traveling in the third world where the facilities might not be adequate enough, you know, they will transport you to somewhere that is adequate to treat you. And if you have this medical evacuation coverage, then it should cover those things. Number seven is medical. Um, Pay attention to the small print on your policy because generally I have found that medical coverage up to a certain amount is automatically included for the first 30 days of a trip. And so you don't have to ask extra for that when you're signing up for a travel insurance plan. Usually they'll come right up and say, hey, this one includes health insurance, medical coverage, I should say medical coverage for the first 30 days. And obviously that's going to vary. So you definitely need to read the fine print. But if your trip is going to be longer than 30 days, you, you can usually purchase extra medical coverage. You have, there are, they give you several options when you are purchasing uh, a travel insurance plan so that it caters to each person what you need for your trip. So if you are going to be longer than 30 days and the plan doesn't cover it um, automatically, you can always purchase extra medical coverage for that. But also keep in mind that many countries have really great, really affordable access to health care. So you might not even need this. This is actually something I have never paid extra for. Um, when I studied abroad, when I was a student, I definitely had health insurance through my program. So those two years that I spent overseas, I'm not counting within this. But anytime that I have gone on my own, I have not paid for extra travel insurance. I have only you know, taken the first 30 days. And that's not saying that that's what you should do. You need to make your own decision about this. Obviously, there's my disclaimer. But Um, Just be aware that, you know, a lot of like, for example, there are a lot of pharmacies in foreign countries that function really differently from from the way that ours do. And I have a post about this and I'll link to that on the show notes page as well. But there is a lot that you can get um, over the counter. And there are like doctors on staff at pharmacies that that really can help you with things that you're looking for. I would say just remember to bring a dictionary with you if you are in a foreign in a country with a foreign language. But um, keep in mind that there are facilities for you in case you run into problems um, if you don't if you find yourself without that extra coverage. Number eight is an option for extreme sports. And this one is an extra option. Um, if you are one of those that has the crazy X gene and, you know, you're going to be 
bungee jumping and skydiving and whitewater rafting and ziplining, all those things, and you want to have extra peace of mind that you're going to be okay and covered for these things, because this is the reason this is an extra option is that some of these specific sports aren't covered in the general um, coverages. And so there is an option to add extreme sport coverage. It is an extra fee, but you can add it to your policy. So if you know you're going to be participating in some extreme sports, this is definitely an option to buy a little bit of extra peace of mind. So those are the eight things that I definitely, definitely look for. Um, I actually have not bought the extreme sports coverage before. I always see it and I always think about it, but I um, I have never actually bought it. But, you know, peace of mind, it's a few extra dollars. So definitely consider that. All right. I also want to talk about where you can buy and compare these travel insurance plans. My go-to is insuremytrip.com. Insuremytrip.com. And I'll link to that on the show notes page as well. Um, And I'm going to walk you through what happens when you go to insure my trip. You're going to have to start with your destination. And if you're going to multiple countries, you choose the one where you're going to be spending most of your time. And then you're going to put in your dates. You're going to put in your age at the time of traveling, your state and country of residence and your, you know, your citizenship. And then it's going to ask you for something called trip cost. And what that is, is basically anything you have already paid for, for your trip. So you realize a lot of expenses come while you're on your trip, like food, a lot of lodging, etc. But the trip cost is going to be your plane ticket. So what you've already spent. So plane ticket, any deposits that you've had to make for hotel rooms, or tours or anything. So basically, if something is already, if you've already paid for something, that's going to be your trip cost. And if you want to see the differences in prices, the the plans go up and down, you can play with that number because it'll change. That's how the prices of the plans are decided is based on that number. And if you have multiple people that you're wanting to get coverage for at the same time, then you'll have the option to put in multiple ages is basically how it works. And then it'll show you the total cost for for all the plans. But the breakdown is going to be per person. Like It's going to show you the coverage per person, but the cost for the total of the plan. And speaking of cost, it really is all over the board. I am afraid to even give you an average because I just, for example, put in some some numbers for my upcoming trip to Panama and I see as low as 20 no as low as $13 for both my husband and I and as high as oh $500 so it really depends on what you want and what type of coverage you need and I guess that being said there's something for every budget So if you guys have any more questions around this, feel free to comment in the comment section on the show notes page, which will be at thebudgetmindedtraveler.com slash 28 for episode 28. You can find the information that I just went over all on that page ready to go for you, as well as a link to insure my trip. And there is another link there. There's another company that does travel insurance that I see all over the internet. And I've never used them, but I know a lot of travelers who do use them and swear by them. And it's called World Nomads. And so you can give that one a try to let us know what you think if you if you do use that one. But I've always used insure my trip. So there you go. There are a couple of links for you. 
And um, like I said, I'll try to answer any more questions if you guys have them. I know this can be a tricky subject. So you can also find information about this at thebudgetmindedtraveler.com slash insurance is a quick way to get there. Um, that's the page that I have dedicated to tr- to getting a travel insurance plan. So hopefully this has cleared up some questions around this subject for you guys. And you'll know A, why you need travel insurance and B, where to find it and what to expect, what to look for, etc. So we'll be back next week with an interview. And one more thing before I go, if you guys have any more questions for the next Ask Jackie session, now's the time to get those in. That is going to be happening sometime in the near future. So get, get those in. And you can do that by sending a contact form through the blog. So that's thebudgetmindedtraveler.com slash contact if you have a question for the next session. All right. Thanks again for tuning in and I'll see you next week. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.